what's better than free? How about play free all year? This January at Pottawatomie Casino Hotel Milwaukee, you can win over $2,000 in reward play every month all year long. Just play your favorite games to earn prize drawing entries. Then stop by each Thursday night in January to see if you're a winner. $400,000 in prizes is up for grabs. Over 40 winners each week. Yeah, free is for me. More info at PaysBig.com. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. I have a question. Be respectful of me. You can act like a man. He's colossal. Stupendous. One might even go so far as to say he's mediocre. I guess I should salute you as a worthy adversary and all that, but the truth is, I really did hate your guts. It's the Single Storm Podcast. The accomplishments of the Republican Party in standing up for us against Democrats is has been woeful. It's been woeful for a min, for many many years, actually, since President Trump was in office. I think it's what's what made President Trump so appealing to so many Republicans is that for the first time in a long time, we saw our an elected official that that who we elected that put us ahead of getting along with Democrats who said, I, I made promises to my constituents, I'm going to fulfill them, and my loyalty is to my constituents and those who voted for me, and not to the opposition party, and pleasing the opposition party. The current Republican Party gets up every day on the national level and figures out how to find the nearest Democrat butt cheek on which to firmly affix their lips. And this cancer has, has wormed its way into the state of Texas where we have individuals who really should be Democrats, who really are Democrats, but they can't get elected into positions of power and authority if they run as Democrats. So they run as Republicans, and then they facilitate cooperation, undermining Republicans and enabling Democrats to have power they didn't earn at the ballot box. This happens with the Speaker of the Texas House, who was chosen by Democrats, who in turn puts Democrats in charge of of powerful committees to thwart and kill conservative legislation. Dade Phelan is a betrayer in every sense of the word. And he's got lieutenants. He's got a lot of pro-Democrat Republicans helping him. For example, 21 Republicans who betrayed their voters, who betrayed their, their party affiliation and sided with socialists to defeat school choice and education freedom. That's just one example. There are, other, there are others of these pro-Democrat Republicans who defeated common-sense legislation like the prohibition of selling Texas land to America's enemies. Now, think about that for a second. Here, there, there's common-sense legislation that says, look, it's not a good idea 
to sell your land and your country and your state to enemies of the United States. And some left-wing nut job said, I don't want that. I want to give our enemies a chance to own to own property in Texas, to spy on our military, to spy on our people, and to compromise our food supply. And then Dade Phelan, Dustin Burroughs, and Todd Hunter tripped all over themselves to make sure that bill never got to the floor for a vote. It was a Senate bill authored by Lois Kolkhorst, and Republicans made sure that it was never voted on because if it hit the floor, then nobody would have been able to, to go on the record and say, unless you're a Democrat, to go on and say that you're pro-enemy. No Republican would have credibly been able to keep their job by voting for enemies of the United States and their ability to buy land here. So these are the problems. The, the, the Democrat Socialist Party is the most anti-American extreme party version of the Democrat Party that this country has ever been cursed with. And in the face of this party, the Republicans rising up to meet that challenge, they, they just haven't. They just haven't. They're not an opposition party. They're a go-along-to-get-along party. And this, this futility is being felt by a lot of folks out there. We, we just talked to Daniel Miller on the Salcedo Storm podcast. Daniel Miller is one of the proponents of the Texit movement. They see the United States of America as irrevocably damaged, not living up to the Constitution of the United States, and they want to remove Texas from this left-wing cancer that has infected the body politic all over this country. The Texit movement is, hey, Texas wants to be its own country again. So they've been on this this crusade for a while now and they said they they gathered enough signatures if you listen to the podcast they said they gathered enough signatures to put this question basically a glorified poll on the primary in march the republican primary in march but those signatures were rejected and the man who made the decision to do that is conservative uh, Republican chairman, Matt Rinaldi. So we wanted to invite him on, get his perspective, not only on the issues facing us this upcoming election, this primary election, but also on Texit. That's next on the Salcedo Storm podcast. And now a word from our sponsor. Are you sick of all these Medicare commercials? Well, what if you're under 65 and need quality, affordable health coverage? American Medical Plan specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays at the doctor and no deductible on all outpatient services, including surgeries. You pick your doctors and hospitals. There are private plans, enroll anytime, and there are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If you're paying too much for your own health insurance, call American Medical Plans. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you, not the government. A liberty-loving American takes on Washington, Hollywood, and the whole media establishment. He's Chris Salcedo. Join his fight. Tune in to The Chris Salcedo Show every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. Do you support the sanctity of life, our military, our veterans, our first responders? Well, so does Patriot Mobile. They have great discounts for all of those folks, plus you multi-line users out there. But that's not where Patriot Mobile stops. They continue their support by donating millions every single year to conservative causes that you and I care about. And if that isn't enough to get you to switch, how's about the fact that Patriot Mobile isn't limited to just one network? They have all three major carriers. That means they provide an 
industry-leading coverage guarantee. Need more reasons to switch? When you go to patriotmobile.com storm and you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support me. So you get great value, support the causes you love, and keep your liberty-loving Latino's voice independent, all for making the switch and putting your hard-earned money that you're already spending to work at battling the woke. Call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Or go to patriotmobile.com storm. Use the promo code STORM. That gets you free activation. 972-PATRIOT at patriotmobile.com storm. The establishment media is out of touch with the real things real Texans care about. Real news for real Texans. That's what Texas Scorecard does every day. Learn more and subscribe for free. TexasScorecard.com slash Chris. Folks, if you want to check out everything that the show is about, you can go to ChrisSalcedo.com. That's C-H-R-I-S-S-A-L-C-E-D-O.com. Voicemails available there, emails available there, and all of our social media hookups. It's a full-blown resource for you out there. Want to bring on the the chairman, the conservative chairman of the Republican Party of Texas, Matt Rinaldi. He's a former Texas representative who served in the legislature for four years. Sir, welcome back. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. All right. So uh, there, there was an incident that happened on New Year's Day. I wanted to get you to comment on the the Ken, the Paxons say they were swatted. This is a phenomenon going on across the country, putting people's lives in danger and Ken Paxton's family was swatted, and it reminded a lot of us conservatives that that the the House managers had leaked information, not of this particular address, but of one of the Paxton's addresses, and that the individual who did that, by the way, it's a violation of Texas law to do that, number one. Number two, the person hasn't even been identified. Is, isn't that a problem? Well, yeah, obviously. I mean, especially in this political climate where you have... Uh, threats, violence, like we saw with Rand Paul um, of, of attacks at their homes and, yeah. and swatting incidents, like we saw uh, several GOP lawmakers over the past week or two uh, become the victim of, which is why we made it a crime in the Texas legislature uh, to dock somebody. Uh, and, uh, you know, with, with what happened to Ken Paxton, uh, I, I, I do think it shows the danger of it. And Dade Phelan published his address um, for a time, which was a blatant violation of the law. Right. And there's been no accountability. I mean, this, oops, sorry, my bad, uh, no accountability whatsoever. And that's that kind of leads me into the political discussion I wanted to have you first and foremost. I think nobody's going to debate me that this is the that was the most left-wing regular session the state of Texas has ever had to endure. And a lot of folks around the country who are listening to us right now, Matt Rinaldi, are going, what? left wing in, in, in the state of Texas. So now I believe the focus is on uh, finding those individuals, identifying those individuals who are, for lack of a better term, rhinos, Republicans in name only. I brought up an example earlier of how the Catholic Church, there was a, there's a book written about an infiltration of the Catholic Church uh, dating back to the 1950s. There was congressional testimony on this by communists. And some are theorizing the same thing is happening in the Republican Party. Leftists are infiltrating, running as Republicans because they couldn't get elected as Democrats or socialists or whatever the, whatever the heck they stand for these days. Give me, I know, I know you can't endorse one way or the other because of your position, but you can at least handicap for the folks out there. How is the effort going in identifying these pro-Democrat Republicans and getting them challengers? Oh, oh I'll, I'll endorse. I have no problem with that. I mean, oh. we, we've come to a point in the Republican Party 
uh, where uh, House Republicans are actively working with Democrats to undermine Republicans. I mean, you see the Speaker of the House attacking the Republican and, and his lieutenants attacking the Republican Party, uh, attacking uh, uh, Donald Trump and conservatives on the national level, uh, attacking the governor on school choice, attacking the lieutenant governor. I mean, this is this is an active. Uh, uprising in the Republican Party where the House Republicans are actively working with Democrats uh, to attack Republicans. So I'll absolutely endorse. And how do I handicap it? I think this is the best opportunity conservatives have right now to win in the primaries because it's uh, information that's trickled down to the average voter. Uh, the actions of Texas House Republicans right now are very well known among the average voter. And right now, the Paxton impeachment and Democrat committee chairs uh, are are huge issues. And I think uh, with Governor Abbott and, and, and Ken Paxton coming in in a lot of these races, we're going to take a bunch of them. Yeah, and, that, and hope springs eternal on that. And again, for the, those of you around the rest of the country who want some, an analogy, John, remember how uh, John Cornyn, our senator, stabbed conservatives in the back by uh, agreeing with Democrats to take away uh, some of your Second Amendment rights. Remember how Senator John Cornyn from my state actually voted for an omnibus bill along with 17 other senators that prohibited, prohibited any money be spent on barriers to stop the massive illegal immigration wave that we have been treated to by the Democrat Party. Mitch McConnell, Mitt Romney, Lisa Murkowski, Liz Cheney, these are the type of, air quotes, Republicans we're fighting here in the state of Texas who are actually left-wingers, who campaign for left-wingers, who raise money for left-wingers. And that's the, the battle. Now, yesterday, Mr. Chairman, we had uh, Daniel Miller on from the Texit movement, and he uh, said his organization to gather the requisite signatures to put a question of Texit on the GOP primary ballot and that's been rejected by you and uh, and and uh, the the Republican Party of Texas. Two reasons why: one was the calendar, one was uh, the the electronic signature. So let's focus on those first. Uh, the calendar. You said it was outside of the the time frame that they needed to be submitted. Yeah the the, the statute says uh, the statute says it has to be submitted on the day before the deadline for filing regular applications and it was submitted on the deadline for regular applications. So that was, that was one point. Um, and okay. then the, and, but by the way, that the was second, Sunday that, that the office was closed on the day before. So uh, how, what, what is the legal workaround on that? If, if, if the office is closed the day before the deadline ends? Yeah, no, he might, I mean, he might have an argument on that. Uh, we, we, we didn't see it in the statute, but the the, the second point uh, is, is is really determinative. It's that they just didn't have actual signatures. They had about eighty three hundred actual voter signatures that they submitted, not one hundred and thirty nine thousand, and the rest of them were electronic signatures. Uh, this is under the same election code as every other election provision, right? So, uh, you know, if you're interpreting the election code to say the election, uh, that electronic signatures gathered on the Internet are allowed, we're talking about that being allowed for all candidates, for mail-in ballot applications, for every other election code purposes. And I think we're trying to move away from that to paper ballots, real signatures, uh, not computer-generated election 
stuff. Um, so we did have to reject it, which is a shame because, you know, <laughs> privately, I think it would have been very interesting to get a, a, an unofficial poll, you know, uh, of that magnitude. But I do think it's better for Republicans in the primary the way it did play out because, like I said, we have this, you know, huge Republican primary opportunity. And the issues right now are the Paxton impeachment on the conservative side and Democrat shares in the House on the conservative side. And the only defense Dade Phelan and his people have been able to muster up is all my opponents are Nazis. That's literally what they're campaigning on. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, to give to throw an issue like Texas as a bomb in this primary, uh, I, I want people to be talking about the Paxton impeachment and Democrat share. Right, right. I don't want them to be talking about this side issue. Well, okay, first off, before we get in, into the politics, because that's what, that was where I was going to go next to wrap up the interview, uh, it's going to go to court. What is your feeling on on uh, on the grounds of the electronic signatures under the law are not allowed? Uh, are you, no, I doubt that this is going to go to court. I think it's just bluster, um, personally. Because I think it's such a clear case that there would be the danger of the court awarding attorney's fees to us from them, um, and and I don't think they want that. I don't think we want that. So and you're and um, you're not object no. to you're not object to the question. You're not object to answer asking that question. Correct. Asking which question? The Texit question. You're not you're not object to that at all. No, I, I mean we voted on it, and I, I I abstained. I let the SREC determine it. Okay, understood. Um, in the past. Okay, so now look uh, to the to the political question because uh, I, I hear what you're saying. The focus ought to be on Dade Phelan and his lieutenant's treachery, his betrayal of Republicanism. We just uh, had a conversation with Governor Greg Abbott, uh, in which he is he is saying that that Republican values have to be lived up to. When you say you're a Republican, you have to behave as such. You've got to you've got to live up to that set of values you claim to espouse, and and because voters have put their trust in you. So uh, there, there's also what the other side is saying. The Texas nationalist movement says that nothing drives people to the polls like this particular issue. And they, they cited stats from when, when this type of discussion has happened all over the world. Uh, what about that case that, that the enemy of the Dade feelings of the world is an engaged electorate showing up to the polls and, and, and wanting to exact some revenge for, their, for the, these left-wing Republicans' betrayals? What about that rationale that, hey, you know, the Texit movement would drive a lot of a lot of uh, folks to the polls? Yeah, yeah, no doubt it will. It's just the wrong ones. Um, you know, for the, the, the issue right now is conservatives are more mobilized than ever before because they try to impeach our attorney general and are attacking our Republican Party. Um, so conservatives are more motivated to vote than ever before. I think the, the preliminary polling showing that, um, you know, if we put Texas on the ballot, my point was there will be a lot of people who vote, people who don't usually vote in the Republican primaries and only come out in general elections and see this question on a ballot, uh, and then will come out specifically to vote on it. Um, and I think those would tend to be more moderate voters motivated to vote against it. Um, so I, I think it throws a monkey wrench into a very clean election fight right now where the two main issues are, well, I guess three main issues are, are, are school choice, Ken Paxton impeachment yeah. and Democrat chairs, Democrat chairs. And also, you know, I, and I am still shocked, Chairman Rinaldi, that I, I show up when I'm uh, to speaking events 
And when I notify the audience that, A, that there's a Republican, the only Republican speaker in the country that puts Democrat chairs, uh, some people say that's not true. And then when I say that the Democrats are actually choosing the Republican the Republican speaker of the Texas House, they say that's not true. Are you as shocked as I am as to how many Texans just don't know what's going on in that Texas House? I'm not because I've come across the same thing myself. I mean, when I was in the House even nearly 10 years ago, um, you know, when a Democrat bill would get voted down, that was a big no-no. Uh, mm-hmm. under the Strauss regime, right? Uh, so we'd vote against the bill, and now Congressman Fallon was my desk mate, and we always used to talk about it, where she was saying, oh, that, this bill's coming up again, because they wouldn't let Democrat bills die on the floor. Uh, and then, sure enough, they would do a motion to reconsider the next day, and they'd pull together the votes, and the Democrat bill would pass, and they just wouldn't do it for Republicans. Uh, so we've seen this for like 10 years, and when I would tell people, they would be in disbelief. I mean, these are establishment politicians from D.C. I would tell, hey, we have Democrat chairs. They're like, that's crazy. Um, it, it is crazy, and, and it shouldn't happen. Uh, and we should have school choice, and we shouldn't have impeached our attorney general. And that's why man. these primaries are so important. I got to tell you, man, with, with the Newsmax show, and when I, when I tell the rest of the country about the debauchery of these pro-Democrat Republicans, Dade Phelan, Strauss, and Bonin, when they realize what's happening, because everybody thinks it's conservative Texas, and when they hear about these infiltrators, these backstabbers, these betrayers, they, they are aghast. They can't believe that somebody calling themselves Republicans would so openly betray and lie to their voters. Uh, the conservative chairman of the Republican Party of Texas, Matt Rinaldi, sir, always appreciate the visit. Thank you. I appreciate it. That puts a wrap on this Salcedo Storm podcast. Again, visit chrissalcedo.com and texasscorecard.com. Texasscorecard.com is where you get caught up on everything that's impacting Texas. And if it impacts Texas, I guarantee you it's going to impact several other states around these once United States. And while you're there at texasscorecard.com, you'll be able to keep track of conservatives' efforts to get rid of these pro-Democrat Republicans who have been so instrumental in keeping the Democrats in a game they should have been defeated a long time ago. So make sure you check that out. Till we visit again, my friends, remember this. A society's worth isn't measured by how much power is stolen by an out-of-control government. It is measured by how much power is reserved for you and me. We, the people. Stay vigilant out there, my friends.